Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back. We the I don't know why it still catches me off guard. Uh, we're back with another episode My dog's this week. Barking now. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1026 at night and you're screaming in your basement. Yeah. 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 That'll do it. That'll do it. This week we talked about Captain America the First Avenger. Uh, continuing our MCU retrospective or whatever you want to call so it. terrible now. What? My mom's going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> she would be. That'll that'll do it. <laughs> my mom. Wait. My dad just texted me. Too loud. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I second that. You know what? Uh, I don't normally say this. I agree with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also had a really fun news story to go over. Uh, people just working together, just working class, salt of the earth Americans, yeah. working together to just fuck over uh, people trying to the collect parking fees. Yeah, awesome, yep. awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, it's all listed out down below. Use it if you want. We can't stop you if you want to, or if you don't want to. We can't stop you from not doing it. Yeah. Like, just so you country, know. Bro. Yeah. It's a free country. Uh, well, except if you're a woman and pregnant. But it's beyond that, a f- it's sometimes a free country for some people. It's if you're a white man, it, you're cool. You're free and and straight and uh, cisgender and, straight. and not and Christian having any medical issues. Yeah, and able-bodied and able-bodied. Yeah, and neurotypical. Yes, yes, and that too. Yeah. Um, but like also and not a like ginger. Neurotypical and not ginger, but like also neurotypical, but not also like projecting the essence of gayness. Yeah. Even if you're straight. Yeah. 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 I wonder. I wonder who I'm referring to. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's just jump <laughs> into anyway, it. Let's just hoppity into this floppity. We 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 do bring the heat. We bring. We in fact. We yeah. Bring the heat. I do have a really fun story for us. So I actually I actually just came across this, but I realized like halfway reading through it. Uh, this was in January of 2020. So it's been a couple years. So the listener might have heard this already, but I hadn't heard of it until like a couple weeks ago. But I, I think we can all agree that parking like in a city sucks. And yes. so hold on, I got to turn on Do Not Disturb. I keep getting messages because I'm so popular. Um, oh, man. Yeah, dude, I I hate parking so much just with how like commodified it is and like not only how difficult it can be to find parking, but the fact that you have to like continuously pay for it, you know, it's Yeah, yeah. It's all just a, a, a total like ripoff. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like parking tickets especially, I think are unreasonably expensive. Just yeah, for like well, what because, it is, it's just you're well, paying. They have like, to make up for they have to make up for the uh, amount of money that the billionaires aren't paying for in taxes. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It's just like you're. It's not. There's not even a cost of operation. For, it's just parking spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so at the University of Oklahoma, they were testing out a new method of 
basically punishing people for parking. So if, uh, I believe it's if you have three uh, outstanding parking tickets, uh, they would put a, a new type of boot on your car, basically. Uh, you know how normally they put a boot on your car and it like clamps onto the wheel? Yeah. So if you look at the article that I have linked, uh, it's a similar concept, only it goes over your windshield. Okay. Yeah. So like you, it, it's it's somehow less restrictive, but more dangerous because it doesn't Why stop you, you from driving. Okay. Okay. It just makes you blind. Why? Why would you hinder someone from leaving the spot you want them to leave? Yeah, that's yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because I I forgot I wanted to mention that this and normal boots don't make sense if it's about alleviating the problem. It's just a it's just to punish people for parking. Yeah, I mean, like it's only to punish poor people who like are like, sorry, I had a long shift somewhere and I couldn't move my car. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, you shouldn't punish people uh, one for, for just parking somewhere. You know, shouldn't make the punishment the solution. Yeah, th- this actively makes the problem worse because it's like, what if, you, if so? They don't want you to park somewhere, right? Or you parked there yeah. too long without paying, so they're gonna make you not able to leave that spot. That's ridiculous. And then another part of it too is, yeah, if you have three outstanding parking tickets, it's probably because you can't afford to pay them. Like, no one likes having parking tickets on their record. Oh, for sure. But you have to take into account the people who ruin that for everyone else. So, like, there are definitely people who, like, have a lot of outstanding, like, parking tickets and are definitely thinking, like, awesome, now I can, like, I don't know, something or other. Uh, There's going to be people who are going to ruin this for everyone else. And the fact of the matter is, in my opinion, we live in a society so, we like, do live in a society, yeah. We live in a society, but also I think in this society, uh, with such a a difference in the haves and have-nots, that we should be more graceful with one another. Yeah, like, yeah, and be, and, it, and it goes back to know. the to the main like core of it, which is that it's not a big deal, like parking. You know, like the 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 crime that would lead to you getting a parking ticket is just having your car somewhere. Yeah. Pretty much. I like understand just, like, if it's like a hazard, like if you're if you just leave your car in the middle of like a, like an intersection, you know. Yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, it just seems like a money grab when you make the the solution the punishment. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, you can definitely tell like how dangerous uh, a, a supposed crime really is, or how much it deserves to be a crime by what the punishment is. Or like what, what, the, what the solution is, I guess, right? Like how banks have, like, an exit fee, where if you want to, like, stop associating with the bank and pull your money out, like, they fine you. Yeah, they're like, okay, but you still got to give us money. Yeah, oh, you don't want to give you us still, your money anymore? It's a $75 fine fee or whatever, right? Yeah, and if, if, the, like, if, if the punishment for a crime is a fine, generally it's probably not that big of a deal like as yeah. crimes go and it's just a crime <laughs> for the poor oh for sure and if you're rich then it's like do you know who i am yeah if if you're rich then a fine is just like the cost of doing something you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah like if 
parking in a handicapped spot comes with a $150 fine. That just means if you have $150, you can park there. Pretty much. I mean, it reminds me of this one story I heard about a rapper who was speeding down a highway at like 150 miles per hour. And the cop pulls him over and is like, hey, you know why I pulled you over? And he's like, yeah, I was speeding. Here's double the money you would have charged me because I'm going to be going the same speed coming back. Yeah. Part of me is like, that's awesome. Like, big dick Chad move. But also, like, the part of me that, like, cares about shit is like, why are you like, we shouldn't allow people to do that. Why are you operating under different rules? Like, for me, $150 ticket is like kind of a big deal. It's like, shit. Okay. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of rolling in dough right now because. yeah. I got my deductible reimbursed for my accident that I was in, and I didn't yeah. have to do anything for it. That's a big. That's, yeah. a, that's a big deal for me. That's awesome, man. So yeah, I'm Good kind of in the Happy upper echelon now. Yeah, man. Uh, how about you? I don't you know send if I can keep associating way, with you, asshole. You rich <laughs> fucking prick. Yeah, I'm gonna stop paying taxes now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stop. T- yeah. Um, no, it's just like 150 bucks for a ticket is like a lot for me, and um. And like I would do anything in my power to prevent myself because there's also like a uh, like a like principle thing where it's like I don't want to break the rules. Yeah. But, you know, if I get ticketed for breaking the rules, I'll pay that ticket because I broke the rules. Now, I will go out of my way to make sure that I follow the rules next time because everyone else has to follow the same rules, but I won't pay an excess to break the rules. Yeah. Like that's just a principle thing. That's just a principle thing for me. It's like if you have enough money to like pay an excess to break the rules, you are basically by principle running on a different set of rules than everyone else. With great power uh, comes less responsibility, <laughs> it turns out. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, when that power is directly, um, is directly connected to how much money you make, yeah. Yeah. Now, back to this story. So... Uh, I don't know if you clicked on the article, but uh, you can see the uh, the device. Uh, it, I think it helps to have a visual aid. But um, so this device, they clamp it onto your windshield, and it uses basically like suction cups to stay fastened. And you're supposed to pay one hundred and eighty five dollars to get it removed, and then then you have to return it to them because of fucking Bullshit. course you do. Is it like against the law to take it off your car? Um, I don't think it is because the next part of the story is people are doing exactly that. Yeah. Like all you really need is like a couple of needles and a couple of days. Like well, you slip a needle in there not and even you that. put it at an angle. Like it's, it's fine. Tempered glass is really strong. You just like allow some airflow into it and then it, it unhooks. Yeah. So probably not a day after this uh started happening people already started sharing how they're getting it off their windshields i love that so much so i love that (laughs) it, it turns out uh here's a here's a quote from the article as it turns out to take off the barnacle uh which is what the this device is called as it turns out to take off the barnacle all you need to do is run your vehicle's windshield defroster for 15 minutes and then use a credit card or similar thin piece of plastic to release the suction cup around the edge presto you're free from fees or here's what you do to really fuck them you could break the machinery and so you just need something that can break down the polymers and the plastic and then you're good 
Yeah. No, they like, actually did something. It, fucking break it. Fucking more break on this shit. later, but they did something better than that. Fucking just break the shit, and then they have to replace it. Yeah. Fuck like, em. what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Fuck them. You pour yeah. some chemical combination that's inert to glass onto the thing that's keeping you from driving. Mail them anthrax, too, while you're at it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck them. You know? Who cares? Fuck them. I don't Fuck fucking em. care. I don't yeah. care at all. So someone figured out, um, I don't remember how exactly they figured it out. They probably looked into some public records, but uh, someone figured out that they have 12 of these devices. Exactly 12. So what they did was they bought 12 scrapyard cars and then just parked them <laughs> illegally around the city. <laughs> oh my God, it's so much better. And they used oh. these as sacrifice cars to oh. eat up all of the all Fuck of the devices. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. That really shows the plight of the poor person because when a car this... is more expensive is less expensive than the mitigating factors. I don't even think it was less expensive. I think they were just being a hero. Fuck yeah. That's fucking Robin this, Hood right there. This story Shit. makes me very oh. happy. This is a great example of class solidarity. <laughs> something that we really need more of. Hell okay, yeah. Okay, this there's this like is people like, helping no, people. This, this is mutual aid and praxis. This I is love that awesome. There's one rich guy who was like on the poor man's side who was like, no, fuck this. This is bullshit. I'm not Honestly, paying this. like they could probably start a Kickstarter to just be like, hey, we're just gonna keep fucking with these guys. Yeah. I would like, donate to on. it. I throw in a few dollars. Oh, dude, anything to make some rich douchebags like spend a bunch of useless money. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh. But <laughs> this story just keeps getting better. Oh my God. Because here's, uh, here's another quote from the article. Because it has a GPS tracker meant to set off a loud alarm whenever it or the car it's attached to moves, the Barnacle also has a built-in SIM card. One Reddit user figured out the SIM card had unlimited data and hacked it so they could tether their <laughs> own personal cell phone to its network, Fuck giving them yes! unlimited free phone data yes! for several months. Yes! I love that I so much. I love this story so much. I love that. Oh, just fuck them. No, Sometimes I feel actually... like we do exclusively like bad news oh, stories. I and love I, that I, This so much. feels like a really good balance. <laughs> No, it's it's great balance, but also like here's what you do: you just get like a Tesla Model X and you illeg illegally park it, right? And then you plug it into some place so it's like constantly like charging and also operating, and you can just let people hang out in there and use the free Wi-Fi. Fuck it, yeah. Fuck it, fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> now, I should say. In in the interest of class solidarity, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. If this if they bring this back, which I don't think they have any plans of doing, but if you're in a position where you have the opportunity to do this, uh, people pointed out on Reddit in the comments, like they can almost definitely figure out who is using their SIM cards. So you know, do that at your own risk. But yeah. I think it's awesome that people did this. Dude, I love it that, like, I came up with a solution that's like, yeah, just fucking melt the plastic. Who cares? No, they did you one better. No, they totally did me one better. They're like, no, fucking use the SIM cards and get free Wi-Fi. And I was like, yeah. shit, fuck. There are some smart-ass people in the world who are actually, like, 
Robin Hood of vigilantes. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It. The shit I that the pigs it. are using against them, they're using are against the pigs. I love me? it. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. Yeah, this they're is like, a great yeah. story. Uh, listen, the proletariat, so to speak, has access to the best technology, and so we'll use that best technology to our own advantage. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Just There's been so much bad news lately, and this admittedly two-year-old news story uh, just... Uh, it was the the probably the one piece of news in the last like two weeks that has made me happy. That uh dude, just to know that some people are fucking over some rich people. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. I, how is that um how is that petition going for uh Oh for Morbius? Morbius? Yeah. Hold on, let me see. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've told so many uh patients at CVS about that. Like, guys, you should sign the petition to have more. Because <laughs> we were all busy that weekend, right? Right? Remember how we were all busy that weekend? Of course. We signed the petition. This is Remember great. how you guys were like, oh, man, I really want to see that Morbius movie. And then we're you were busy to, that weekend. We're up to 30,742. I fucking love this world. I love this world. <laughs> two people it shows two people have signed it in the last hour that's great that's awesome that's awesome that's great let's, let's keep this going yeah fuck it month be forever yeah yeah month be month be uh, i can't take credit for that that's that's some it's an ongoing right joke there. from the weekly planet i swear to god if one person tells disney like hey hey man they're joking we should sign another again petition sony to have that person Everyone at Disney is also like, what the fuck are you doing, Sony? What you, yeah. Like, wait, is Mobius, is Mobius Disney or Sony? It's Sony. Oh, Mobius is Sony. Morbius is Sony, yes. Okay. Wait, so are we petitioning Disney or Sony? Sony. Oh, because I thought it was Marvel. So this is the same conversation we had last week, but Sony <laughs> owns the rights to Spider-Man and related characters. And I guess oh. Morbius is a related character. Hence why they chose Jared Leto. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. Disney would be like, would be like, hey, uh, Robert Downey Jr., hey, buddy. Hey, man. You want to be Morbius? Do you want to be Morbius? Just like, okay, it's like a different, ver like, listen, we've made the storyline work out. We talked to our guys. We got the <laughs> equation down. We know how in the MSU. We just we just decided that Morbius is a, a Tony Stark variant. Fuck it. It's just fuck it. Yeah, fucking who cares? They'll eat the shit up. Like they're MCU fans. Like they'll drink whatever we make. Or or they could just say he's an unrelated guy, not even a Tony Stark variant. Just not even just yet. write in a couple of lines where people are like, "Is that is that, is that, is that Tony Stark? Robert? No, I'm I'm Michael Morbius." Michael is that, Morbius. Is that Robert Tony Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pee. I'll be right back. All right. Good luck. Thank you. You have to hold the show now for however long you have to hold the show for. All right. I'm gonna eat mac and cheese. Oh, dude. Make sure to. Oh, put some hot Cheetos in that shit. Fuck yeah. No, I want to live. Touche. Okay. Oh, good. You're back. Now we can start the Vampire Club meeting. Yes. Dude, I'm so excited for my new audio mixer to arrive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually be, it said it, so it what's that? You should be. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It's yeah. It said that it was going to arrive between Friday and next Wednesday, but then it was like, "Ooh, it's going to arrive early. It's going to come probably probably Friday." So if we record in person next week, I'm I'm probably going to have it. Hey, fuck yeah, yeah. And it comes with uh, eight programmable sound pads, which eight? means eight? eight eight different eight? eight different fart noises that we can oh, use. Oh, I'm morbing. Oh. Oh, I'm morbing. Oh, fuck. Dude, I'm going to morb so hard when it arrives. Dude, I'm morbing so hard right now. Fuck. Shit. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. We got to oh. we gotta start coming up with, with ideas for what sounds I'm going to start spamming when I get it. This is too much power. Fart this is too much power and, that I'm going to that I'm going to wield. And fart sounds and me so horny. <laughs> but the Richard Cheese version. Yes. All right. Picking hair off my microphone because my cat likes to nestle on it. I was going to get right to the uh, the movie review bit, but I want to bring up because I was listening to a to this like story uh, on the way home. But did you see that Rudy Giuliani like lied blatantly about being assaulted at a at a grocery store i've not heard that but i heard that he um like you just heard another really story about, about him lying i heard another story about him about january 6th about how he asked trump for a, a pardon because uh, happy he was ending? like sure he was gonna be like indicted or something oh yeah and so he like because all these fuckers know that they're guilty they all know oh, they're yeah. fucking guilty. My favorite they thing all... was was oh. when uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was like being questioned, and then they were like, "Did you say Nancy Pelosi is a traitor to America and should be killed or whatever?" She was like, "I don't recall saying that. Um, I have a bad memory when it comes to in- incriminating evidence against me." And then they were like, "Okay, pull up Exhibit B." And she was like, oh, actually, I, I, I might have said something along those lines. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But So oh Rudy God. Giuliani, this particular story about him lying, I know there are many it's hard to keep track of. Uh, so I guess what happened was he was at a grocery store and one of the employees like came up behind him, gave him a pat on the back, was like, hey, what's up, scumbag? Because he's a scumbag. Oh, and yeah. Then, okay. And then, I don't know, I guess he just kind of shrugged it off and was like, whatever. But then, like, later on, he told police that the guy came up behind him and, like, struck him. And he said that it felt like a gunshot. He was like, this guy came up behind me and it it felt like I was shot in the back. And then I lurched forward. And then later on, I guess, so there was a woman there with him, too. I don't know what the relation was or or anything i don't know who the woman was but she then was like oh they're there and and whatever i guess he then said that she said that she almost fell over herself because of the shock wave (laughs) like he was hit by the fucking hulk listen let's be fair here the only people who would know more about getting like gunshots uh, then Rudy Giuliani would be public school kids. Yeah, yeah, who are that, who are yeah. uh, not as safe as children in the womb. But uh, yeah, but unfortunately, according to, now. According to um, what's her name, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, children in the womb are just as safe as children in the classroom. You know, like 
to be honest, the whole Second Amendment Amendment thing is a double-edged sword because on one hand, I will I'm say like, I will say I do think that that fetuses in the womb should be as safe as public school children in the classroom. That is to I say I do believe in abortion. I really wish that were the case, but also the Second Amendment is a double-edged sword because for one, um you can use it for self-defense or two, you could just use it to kill yourself. Yeah. Um and you know i'm not listen don't 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 do that don't really don't do but, it but but it is a problem and it would be solved by gun regulation you bro, know because a lot of suicides are by gun you know i could just go on ebay right now and just buy a gun yeah like that's how easy it is it's like just buy a gun second hand yeah second hand um, second amendment second hand second amendment yeah makes it easy to yeah. remember Indeed, yeah. A, that's how they do it. Yeah. Um, it's a good. Forget the word. <laughs> is that your grilling shirt? It is. Yeah, this is my uh, my grilling shirt. That's fucking awesome, man. This this, this is... shirt exudes fish love me, women women fear me energy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, does this still smell like your grill? Nah, it smells like I've washed it. Fuck you! You never wash your grilling shirt. I I know. Well, it, it yeah, it should smell like caked on bo and and barbecue smoke. It should smell like a nice seasoned cast iron pan with bo, with a little bit of human it, seasoning. Yes. It's okay. It just has flavor. <laughs> yeah, if that's what you it's, choose to call it's it, it's crusty yeah. from all the flavor. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But yeah, just Rudy Giuliani fully lied, like not even in a clever way, not in like any kind of way that would give him plausible deniability. He just lied straight he just up. Full on fucking lied. It's kind but, of like, refreshing. It's weird how I'm not surprised. It yeah, it's not surprising. Like I'm I just... wholly not surprised. I'm like, yes, Rudy Giuliani. What do you expect? Yeah, just like obviously politicians shouldn't lie people public figures shouldn't lie like that this you know? dude but i think nights, it's just so funny that he lied bro, so blatantly guy, so obviously let's reflect on the fact that this guy spent nights in the white house yeah that's kind of sad bro like we can do better as a society than rudy giuliani let's be honest let's be like not as democrats yeah. republicans let's just be honest as people we can do we better. can do better than that yeah, beyond party lines, he just, like, we can do better than a melting man. Dude, do you remember that? Do you remember that? When he was, like, talking and his, like, the 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 hair dye yeah. was dripping down. Like, actually out of, like, a Batman film. Like, oh, yeah. Actually, it's, though. It, it's just like Jack Nicholson's Joker. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's actually out of a Batman film. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the way I figure is you can either be a sweaty dude or you can dye your hair. Yeah, but those two together does not work. Yeah, and you know he did that that morning, and you know that he was like, "Oh, I hope I'm not too sweaty because that'll drip off," and then it dripped off, it's, and he's like, it's "Oh, it's probably shit. like dollar store hair dye." Oh, for sure. But like, I can see, like in that event, I can see his entire morning like thought process. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can like, just can imagine him. him. It it probably it, it probably is more akin to spray paint than real hair dye. Oh yeah, you can just well, I can see imagine him being him like. Going like shh, shh, shh. 
I can see him with oh, a little, Oh, yeah, like, that looks good. That won't come you know, off today. You know the touch of gray, but not, like, touch of gray. It's, like, for a hair dye. Like, yeah. I can see him being like, oh, I could use a little bit, blah, 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 blah. But I have that hearing today. I hope I'm not too sweaty because that'll drip off. But I'm sure I'll worry about that later. I'll worry about that You probably had more hair dye things. than hair that day. Probably. There's a good chance. Honestly, I would respect him more if he wore a wig. A toupee, for sure. Not even yeah. like a, not even like a, a subtle toupee. Not something that blends well. Not something that looks natural. Just like a Halloween city wig. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, it's just, just a like flowing, just like, beautiful psh. wig. That's going but everywhere. But you can tell it's not. Just make it not even a natural hair color. Make it like purple, like neon purple. Yeah, I'd respect yeah. that. Okay. If a, you know what, if Giuliani. a politician ran, yeah. if they ran on any platform, even even like a conservative platform, like we're going to whatever, we're going to hate the gays or whatever, and we're going to make billionaires pay even less in taxes. Um, if he just had a neon purple wig and never elaborated on it, that would be so funny. <laughs> I would love it. And, like, he would get a question, like, what's up with the wig? And he'd be like, what are you talking about? Please, let's keep this to the issues. Let's, come on, guys. Let's. I'm be, running a serious uh, campaign here. Come on, guys. I'm running a serious campaign here. Um, I would like us to keep this. He's brushing the, it as, as the he's questions. speaking. I'd like to keep the questions on the topics at hand. 100. 100. 105. 110. Yeah. He just starts skipping numbers to 105, 120. What? <laughs> Sir, like, you skipped 106 through 100. Please, let's keep this to the issues. Um, I heard I'm running you a serious really, campaign here. Do you know how to count? Like, I'm. Let's for the keep American let's people, keep this to the issues. Do you know how to count? You know, it's like one, two, three, four, five. You're like going two, seven, five. Six, nine, twelve, uh, seventeen. I see. I'm so smart that I can't count out of order. I just know that we what we are describing is like a typical libertarian party candidate. Yeah. Like even if it hasn't happened yet, it will happen in the future. This this uh. is pretty par for the course for the libertarian party. And good you know for what's... them. I I love that we have a political party full of, like, okay, we have an evil party and a stupid party. I love that we have just a hilarious party. I love that we have a party that's so devoid of, like, logical reason. Oh, yeah, they don't live in reality. No, it's, like, different, it's, like, crazyville. Uh, like, like, I, I don't... I, you've, you've seen that video, right? The classic libertarian debate. Where they're like, do you think you should have a license to drive a car? What's next? A license to make license toast to in your own your damn toaster? Right. And, the, and then one guy is just like, well, I don't know. I would like to see someone show some Gary profici- Johnson. proficiency. I think that was yeah. Gary Johnson. Yeah. I would like to see someone show some proficiency in operating a motor vehicle. Boo. Boo. You stink. Get off the stage. We're the silly Ugh. party. I... And... Oh, fuck. It's weird to think that, like, the anti-vax crowd used to be on the liberal side, and now they're more on the conservative side, because, like, everyone has gravitated. Everyone with, like, a nonsensical, logical mindset has gravitated toward the conservative side. 
they're really forming a coalition in a way that the left never could. Yeah, but like also the right is kind of like, hey guys, like you know that's that's not how shit works, right? Yeah, but they'll like, still you know, like they'll still accept their vote. Yeah, like hey, thanks for the votes, but like actually vaccines work. They're like, boo, and it's like, well, hold on. I hey, mean, we'll we'll say we'll compromise and say the jury's out. We'll say that the jury's out, but vaccines work. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the, the conservatives just live in a we've talked about this before, but they live in a fundamentally different plane of existence. Well, they're caught in this weird dilemma of what will get them votes and what is objectively correct. Yeah. Like like they could uh, like say all the dinosaurs got transported by Mar- to Mars by the Nazis. Yeah. And well, that's why a, we don't have any dinosaurs. Creationism was real. A big like tenant of fascism is clouding the truth and making it like nearly impossible in public discourse to have a a shared accepted just general truth about the world you know yeah you know if you if you if you make it ambiguous if the moon landing happened then you can sort of control the narrative in a way that a reality-based person never could i mean and you can also you can also not really reconcile but just have two like fundamentally opposed groups coexist and vote for you because you can just say at one event yeah vaccines don't work and you know the science isn't there yet and 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 it actually they they cause more disease actually and then at another event you can be like i believe in science and you know we you know i believe in personal freedom so if you want to get vaccinated you should and you can have those two statements not seem contradictory amongst and your never people. never come into contact with each other logically. Yeah, they, they just never like put two to two and two together. And that's what makes fascism like work. Have you seen that interview with Ben Shapiro and some um some like English news presenter and the news presenter was like bringing up like valid points against ben shapiro and being like hey you advocate is this the bbc one i think so and like ben shapiro like because he kept on bringing up like valid points about how hey you seem to be bringing up rhetoric that's like actually violent and causing an objective discourse like an objective violent discourse in political and political conversation and ben shapiro was like that's not true you don't have any evidence to support that and he's like oh okay really well i went on your youtube channel your youtube channel that everything is filtered through i don't know if this is the bbc interview that i'm thinking of i was thinking of the one where he storms off and he's like well i actually know when to serve you yeah 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 oh is this the same one and he still storms off and it, it because he like was talking about how some of his videos were like ben shapiro destroys liberals and he's like, you claim to be middle ground, but it's like clear yeah. that you're not middle ground. What do you have to say about that? And Ben Shapiro just like full on has a hissy fit and walks off stage. Yeah. Um, there was another it might I don't I don't know if it's the same one. I I'm I'm thinking of the BBC interview where the guy is like pressuring him just the slightest bit. And then he storms off oh, and he's yeah. like, actually, no one has ever heard of you, so I, sh- I should just go. Or, and he like tries to play the I'm more famous than Popular you card. Than you. But also there's another instance 
where he I think he was at a college doing some talk and during the Q&A bit someone was like putting a lot of like legitimate pressure on him. I don't remember yeah. what exactly uh like the context was what the topic was but he just like cut him off and was like I'm actually uh my feelings don't care about facts and and you're uh triggering me and uh I need a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just hate how like um never mind. What I was about to say was like really grounded in fact, but like if I were to call Ben Shapiro a name in like a fucking debate, then he would be all like up up in high tight about pronouns. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, if you're like if that's you're the like, well, that is the rebuttal to these like Jordan right. Peterson types because Jordan Peterson, yeah. you know, he made his whole career off of just being a dick to his students and purposefully misgendering people. Simultaneously, he was saying, "Oh, if well, if you just uh, if you reach out to me and ask me to t- call you by these pronouns, I'll call you by whatever pronouns you want." But also, he said, "If you." try to if you ask if you ask me to call you by your preferred pronouns that is authoritarian and i will press charges against you so he made his whole career off of just being a dick and not respecting people's pronouns so i mean what i what i wish more people would do is just start calling him by she her pronouns and then what's what's he gonna do correct them that's not that's not consistent with his philosophy and you can say this is this is compelled speech making you call you by your preferred pronouns and how do i know how do i know that you're a man well it sucks because he has a a a unisex name yeah so like well that's evidence he could be a she her he doesn't have pronouns in his bio yeah 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 so I don't know. If this I, like, this called, is a call to arms. I, Start calling Jordan Peterson by she/her pronouns, it's and funny then if he corrects if I, you, call it compelled speech. And if he says I'm a man, tell him I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Fuck I off. don't believe you. And it is. I think you're a man, or I think you're a woman. So until proven otherwise, I will refer to you as that because that's what I think yeah. you are. And to com- and to compel otherwise from me would be authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, I think I just solved gender. Amen. <laughs> Up top, let's go. Who fucking cares? Like, who, honestly, like, and I mean this in a very like because there's the conservative conservative view of like who the fuck cares, and then there's the liberal of like who the fuck cares. I'm the liberal who the fuck cares. Where it's like, listen, if you want me to call you she/her, I'll do that. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, it's just polite. Who it's cares? not even it's it shouldn't be it's considered a political issue. It should, it should just fall into the realm of being polite. It's Listen, like, like if you're if that's if what I, you want to be called, I don't fucking care. I'll call you that. If I, I call you dickhead and then you tell me that your name isn't actually dickhead and you don't want me to call you that, my response shouldn't be this is cancel culture. It's actually um Richard Headley. Yeah. Um I would I would respect you to I would thank you to respect that. Well, I'm going to call you dickhead because dickhead. Uh, because <laughs> to to compel otherwise would be authoritarian. Oh, fucking whatever. Whatever. Just Sometimes authoritarianism listen, is good. You know? Like the I'm librarian even, like, telling you not it, to yell in no. the library is technically authoritarian, why but they're right to into, tell you to shut the fuck up in a library. This- 
why are we putting this into their own like fenced in narrative? It's not even authoritarian. It's just being polite. It's just like someone being like, hey, listen, I'm a person. Yeah. I'm an individual. I don't have an army behind me. I'm just me, and I want you to call me she, her. Well, yeah, I that's what I'm saying. It's, him, it's right? equally authoritarian as any other form of, of it's politeness. Just being polite. It's just being polite. Yeah. It's just being polite. And if you have an issue with that, uh, take it up with their manager? If you have an issue with that, keep it to yourself. I mean, like, I think it's important to to discuss things like this and like especially if you have to live together or if there's it's like a community of people. But I don't see the point in and I guess like fruitless objection. Yeah. Well, you're you're also trying to say that, you know, someone's identity better than they do, which you don't, Yeah, which you objectively don't. Like, um, if I tell you I'm a man, but, like, let's let's say I don't pass for a man, or I, or I look androgynous. If I tell I know, you those, I'm a man, that should be moves, enough. They look too big. I don't know. Those moves look too big, Alex. <laughs> that Well, that should be the end of the discussion. It shouldn't right. be a back and forth. No. It, it shouldn't should be, be a like, negotiation. I like, how do you identify? Cool. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. The only... The only thing I draw a distinction in with that is in the medical field where it's kind of important to know which like sets of chromosomes you have, but yeah. only when that's like applicable. Well, I, I think that's kind of a non-issue because I'm, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm sure that they keep track of what your sex is. Like, yeah, but like also what you're assigned like, at birth. No, and I'm not denying that there are a lot of things that could be treated the same way regardless of gender or regardless of sex. Um, but in the things that aren't, I think it's, like, important to medically, scientifically keep the paper straight, but also socially be respectful. Yeah, I mean, I'm... You see, like, that's where, that's where I... That's yeah, people, people that are more involved than either of us, I'm sure, already have a solution for it, because it's been uh, around for a while, but... Right. I don't Well, that's the thing. I don't like, I don't imagine it being a huge issue, you know, if if someone like changes their legal gender, you know? Like I don't Who cares? I who I cares? haven't personally heard of it popping up as a as a an issue in the medical field. Like yeah. you can like Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. If you if like, you have a, a primary of, care physician, they're going to know of, your your information. Well, that's what I mean. Like there are a lot of things that can be treated the same way regardless of of sex yeah and that's fair cool why would sex be relevant in those situations but in situations where like gender or sex is is relevant yeah like in reproductive care oh like totally completely and it's important to keep the paper straight there but like otherwise why is it one anyone anyone else's business yeah and even in that specific situation your doctor knows you yeah and that should be devoid of social ridicule and social stigma yeah that should be purely medical like that's where i see it right yeah like situations like that purely professional to one respect people's pronouns but two adequately take care of them exactly and that falls under hipaa and that falls under like privacy laws and i'll be i will die for people's privacy to be maintained in that in that instant like if there's a war over that I'll fight that war. That's worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah, that that kind of brings it back to like current events cuz I I've been like listening to different like podcasts and stuff all day about like like hearing about the new like 
the Supreme Court decisions that have just come out, in addition to the Roe v. Wade thing, the yeah. Supreme Court is fundamental. The conservatives are fundamentally trying to change how the Constitution is interpreted, but they're yeah. not even being consistent with that. So when it comes to abortion, it's states' rights. But when it comes to New York trying to restri- restrict uh, gun access, when it comes to concealed carry permits, then it's not states' rights. The state doesn't have a right to set their own gun regulation. They can't. Uh, they the the law that was stri- stricken down specifically is that New York previously had it so if you wanted to get a concealed carry handgun permit, you had to provide a legitimate reason why you need that. That got stricken down. That no longer applies. So and no states' hate, rights when it comes to like. That. I, I don't mind a conservative court. I I do mind a non-principled court um, that isn't bound by the Constitution, but is bound by, like, principle, right? Like, we have to have these... I don't know how to, how to phrase it, but, like, we have to have these principles of law be proportional to each other when it comes to a woman's choice to to have or not have a child versus a person's choice to or versus the state's ability to restrict someone's access to a handgun yeah well the the previous way that the court has interpreted the constitution is and i i'm not like an expert in this this is just secondhand information uh listen to the most recent episode of head in the office talking about the supreme court uh they go into a lot more detail about this but uh, the way that it used to be interpreted was, you know, you would interpret a court case or, or a, a law through judicial review in a way that would protect life, liberty, and property rights. And, you know, it would, it would, your interpretation would essentially be informed by the era that you're in. So mm-hmm. that bakes in, the, uh, you know, basically societal progress being reflected in the judicial branch. But now they're just trying to like fundamentally change that. They're trying to go the originalist route, which constitutional originalism doesn't really exist. It's just a a cover. It's just a cover to do basically whatever you want, regardless of what the constitutional or what constitutional originalism is also like, oh, also slavery is cool. Yeah, constitutional originalism, it doesn't work because the the Supreme Court's job, when when you really get down to it, their one job is to interpret the Constitution, which they're still doing, these originalists, they're still interpreting the Constitution. Because in the case of the, the handgun thing, one of the, I don't remember which one, but one of the conservative justices wrote in their opinion, uh, the, the, the bit where like you can regulate stuff, the the states can regulate stuff, uh, doesn't go that far, even though it's not explicitly written. Yeah, their whole well, thing that, is if the, the constitution doesn't explicitly say it, then we're not going to acknowledge it. But they're going, they're they're just reversing well, that for that. That's decision. where the rubber hits the road, really, because it's it's about what the constitution says versus what actually works per state, right? So like for some states, some issues might be better handled per state, right? And for some issues, some laws might be better handled through the Supreme Court through federal law. Yeah. Right? So, like, in terms of setting standards for food, that's better for federal law. For setting, like, 
standards for, uh, I guess, decency laws. That should be better handled through state legislation, right? Um, but the issue is that where is that line drawn? And I feel like the this Supreme Court's drawing those lines in the wrong spot because honestly, I think the founding fathers would be like would be more in favor of a well, what works kind of objective interpretation of the Constitution versus a what did I say originally? Yeah. Well, what the conservative right? justices are really doing is just using whatever means uh, is the easiest to get their specific agenda passed. Yeah. They'll they'll really sad. listen to or disregard any bit of the Constitution that, you know, either favors or doesn't favor what they what they believe. I I kind yeah. of wish the left the elected left would do that to an extent to an extent because i i do think that if you're gonna like save lives and get good laws passed you should be willing to bend the rules a little bit like i, I don't know if you saw it but i sent you a, a link to a tweet earlier that was like hey here's a reminder when fdr tried to pass social security the supreme court said it's not constitutional then his response to that was okay i'll pack the court if you don't back off and then they backed off i wish that yeah. we could just i wish the left could do that but the Democratic Party and, doesn't want that to happen. Well, we're very. I, it seems that the Democratic Party is very much uh, is very much tampered by our principles. And I don't. I don't is, know if it's like a principle thing because, uh, I mean, well, it's, it is because I mean, objectively, the Democratic Party believes in the rule of law, but not in the rule of force, right? So I think the Democratic Party believes in getting more donations from the rich and giving power to the people that have given them money. Well, yeah, but because they've no, had 40 years to no co power, to codify Roe v. Wade, no, but they can't no fundraise power. off of it if they codify it. Well, right. But there's no power in the rule of law. If there's no rule of force as well. Yeah. Right. What's the, why would like, it reminds me of when Michigan went into lockdown or there were a lot of uh, like, local areas were like we're not going to enforce this lockdown so it's not even a lockdown right exactly and so it's like the rule of law versus the rule of force and i think the democratic party has an issue with having that brute force behind them of being like no this is the rule of law and we're going to support this to the you know like if you're going to bring a handgun we're going to bring a machine gun and i don't mean to be like violent like that but in terms of escalating forces, that's what the Democrat Democratic Party really fails in doing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There, I, I, I don't know if we agree on their motivations because I, I think they're oh. a very corrupt institution. Oh, for sure, and they yeah. don't. No, totally. A lot of this stuff that they're failing to do, it's not that they're trying to do it and failing. It's just they don't want to do it. Well, yeah. Well, one thing that the rich don't like is getting their actual hands dirty and yeah. doing things themselves. And so I understand why the Democratic Party being so entrenched in so much corporate shit. Yeah. Um, well, the, the same people to actually do anything. Yeah. The same people that donate to the Republicans also donate to the Democrats. It's very much a one party system where one party gets the agenda passed and the other party is a useful idiot 
Um, but yeah, it outwardly it seems that even the Democrats that aren't so entrenched in the money side of it and like the corruption side of it, even like AOC have like internalized this narrative that the only way that you can get uh, progress done is through like nonviolent, like, like civil protests. When historically that's not how progress has been made. Like slavery didn't end because the abolitionists asked the asked nicely for the slave owners to stop controlling the government and making, you know, and perpetuating slavery. Uh, it ended through the Underground Railroad and through a lot of violence. And like yeah. gay rights didn't happen because the LGBT community politely asked to be treated, you know, uh, equally under the law. Like there were many, many riots. Like the civil rights movement wasn't entirely nonviolent, but we remember like Martin Luther King and his, the one speech that everyone talks about the, I have a dream speech, just the one part. And everyone remembers like, Oh, he preached nonviolence and that's how we got progress done. So like the only way that it seems like Democrats, even the non-corrupt ones or the less corrupt ones, the only way that they want to try to get anything done is through just trying to hold hands with the enemy and sing Kumbaya. I mean, and that's where our ideals kind of hit the road here, where it's just kind of like, we want to make decisions that everyone can agree on, but the issue is corruption fucks that all up. Yeah. And not to say that the Democratic Party isn't corrupt, because part of that corruption is in the party. It's like, politics is inherently corrupt, corruptible. Like, that's just how it works. And it's a shame that's how, it's, how it works, because we could get so much done if we all kind of agreed yeah. on what needs to be done. Well, I heard, I heard, I don't know, remember, I don't remember where exactly I heard this, but the rough cost to become president is about $2 billion, but they still tell us anyone can become president. That's what's great about America. Well, a lot of that is donations too. So it's like, it's. Yeah. But the fact that you have to raise money, uh, raise an exorbitant amount of money mm -hmm. fundamentally, it's just like what we were talking about earlier with parking tickets. Well, you know, if if a, if the too, if the the fine for parking somewhere is one hundred fifty dollars, it just means you can pay one hundred fifty dollars and park there. Just but, like, but if it also, if it takes two billion dollars to become president, someone with two billion dollars can just have a great shot at being president. But also, what tells a company whether or not you're worth donating donating money to um, is also dependent on how you're polling among people like you and I, right? So, I mean. A part of it is inherently democratic, but a part of it well, also like, what determines how much funding you're going to get from the rich is how much of a return you're going to get for their investment. That's, that's true. why that's why Bernie Sanders didn't win, have big financial backers. I mean, that's if you win and if you have the support from both the public sector and the private sector. Yeah, so that just means that all you have to do is not just not be violently unpopular. If you're Pretty just much, yeah. slightly more popular than Hillary Clinton, then like they'll back you and you'll win. And even like uh, Bernie Sanders is them. Bernie Sanders is like the closest that like at, at least in a, a major race that I've seen where like he's he's like the closest that a, a grassroots campaign has gotten to any like real power, mm -hmm. right? 
in in smaller elections where you don't have the like the name recognition of Bernie Sanders, the uh, whoever raises more money than you can just bury you in advertisement, and that just means that yeah. you have to work exponentially harder to get to mm-hmm. their level. I mean, I think there are more. There's more levels to that, but. I mean, yeah, it is a bit of a simplification, but I mean, if you're looking at it in a purely dystopian way, yeah, but I think there's, there's a lot more in terms of, um, the fact that we live in a society. I think we we do live in a society. We live in a society that I think is generally more civilized than most other societies. Um, and what does that mean? I, I mean that at least we have a government that is relatively effective and relatively capable. Well, effective in what way? Effective in making sure bureaucracy does what it needs to do and effective in making sure that uh, social control is kind of maintained. Um, I'm not saying in every state there are flaws. I'm not denying that there are issues, Um, but we, you cannot deny that we are a first world nation. Yeah. Uh, well, the the Supreme Court and, and even the legislative branch Europe. are taking away more rights by the day. And I don't, I don't, de- I don't deny that. I'm on your side with that. I don't think that I, I don't have confidence in the Supreme Court right now. In terms right? of what the government does for the people, right. it's next to nothing, and at times actively damaging. I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. We need to vote. We need to actively get our voices out. And, and vote that we, we need to participate yeah. in this democratic process vote but more um, importantly go to go to protests and demonstrations make your voice heard you know ad- voice advocate heard, but also, but and I also donate also... to organizations that are doing what they can just like exactly. with the with the abortion issue don't but donate to the democratic it's... party you know i'm sure you saw yeah. this not 20 minutes after the roe v a decision was announced nancy pelosi was like hey give me money yeah. Instead well, of donating to her, give to organizations that are actually doing the work and getting people uh, in red states to blue states to get abortions done. But also, I think it's important to listen to the opposition. Like, not listen, I just mean understand the opposition and what points they're trying to make and where they're coming from. Um, I think that's very important because as a, like, and I hate to be like, oh, as a Democrat, but like, I prefer a society that can work together at least to some extent. Well, some I degree. want I want people to work together. Like the working class, even across like party lines, not should relative have... to class or party lines. I just mean as people that we can work together as people to to make a decision. Well, what I'm saying is um, the working class being everyone that's not like the elite and like the people in charge. But that does not would... change the fact that the elite are American citizens as well. That's what I'm trying to say. Is if we can make decisions. And at least not completely, not 100%, but somewhat agree on something or at least understand where one another is coming from. Um, even if those if those points of dialogue are from a uh, untrue area, so to speak. So like if someone's being like just generally like uh, untruthful about what they're what they're talking about. Well, so like acting in bad faith. It's, yeah, pretty much. Like, it's important for us to generally at least understand that and be on the same page than Well, you to should understand when people are acting exist. in bad faith. Yeah. Exactly. But also, but not operate in our own echo chamber. 
and yeah. listen to one another, right? And because uh, here's the thing. There are a lot of people who have come through like CVS that, I mean, I may politically, compl- politically ideolo- ideologically completely disagree with, but as people, I could have a really great conversation with them. They're just people, yeah. right? Well, the- objectively, you're ob- objectively, your opposition is not just your opposition. They're also people. Yeah. And as I- people, we can at least open a line of do- dialogue with each other that can be mutually beneficial, if not just to come into agreement on what we both believe, but maybe even start a line of dialogue that's mutually beneficial. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Working class people being every, all of us, like the people working to because the working class is pretty much everyone that's not like the top 1%, you know, and and like the owner class because they're already working together they already have mastered class solidarity but if like working people just ordinary americans like could master that same level of class solid because like the the liberal driving a prius and the dude with the lifted ram they both i think agree that we should have health care like they, we can oh, agree yeah. fundamentally. Well, we both they, want healthcare, and, and we can start and from there and say we should organize against the people keeping us down. We should organize to get Medicare well, for all passed, and, and then point, from there we can have a dialogue and and absolutely start to educate each other on more issues. because well, if you can if you point, can work together on you know, stuff that we can all agree on. Like, hey, we both yeah. don't want to die because we can't afford medical care. So we can start from yeah. there and say, well, maybe we should, you know, talk about student loans. Maybe we should uh, get rid of those and well, share and to experiences. Your point too, to your point too, I feel like that also lies upon um, like income lines and economic, <laughs> like where you are economically, um, where you can have people who are on the right who are in the same economic position as people on the left and find that they both agree on the same issues for different reasons. Right. Where like the right might be like, yeah, I think we should invest in, in public health, healthcare because ultimately making sure that a society is generally well taken care of health wise helps in the long term in terms of saving money on healthcare. Yeah. And you have the people on the left who are saying, I just want people to have healthcare because it makes them healthier, which is a simpler point but also conveys the same truth that we both want health care yeah right and it has to do with us living in the same economic standards that's right? exactly of, what i'm saying when the working class yeah. should have class solidarity exactly um and i've i've noticed that too at cvs you have people on the left who are are driving like teslas and they're like yeah i wish there was a healthcare thing and you have people on like the right who are driving their ram whatever right yeah and they're like yeah i wish there was a healthcare thing for this yeah like i get you i get yeah, you no one totally. wants to have I've seen both unaffordable sides. medical I've seen both bills. sides yeah like yeah when it comes we to can all like agree that medical bills are a bitch yeah when it comes to stuff like that it's all about how you frame it because there are surveys where they like poll people on do you want medicare for all or do you want universal health care? Do you want socialized medicine? They ask it in these different ways and poll people. And you get wildly different poll results based on how you frame it. 
Yeah. Like, do you want socialized medicine? Obviously, polls lower than do you want like Medicare for all or universal yeah. health care? Yeah. So if you just frame it correctly, these are winning policies. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, agreed. Anyway, uh, we've gone for about an hour. We watched a movie this week. <laughs> we watched a movie. Yeah. Might, uh, might I say, this is one of the best History Channel documentaries I've watched. Today. Oh, yeah. I love a good oh, period sure. piece. Oh, I love a great period piece. You know, it looks... <laughs> no. For a World War II documentary, this does look incredibly... It looks like it was filmed in 2011. Hell, some of it looks like CGI if I don't... I could have you know. sworn that was Chris Evans, the modern-day actor. I... I <laughs> the guy from Lightyear? Man, I could have sworn there was the one guy from uh, Men in Black. Is that the, is that, is that, is that the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four? Maybe. Man, he looks oh, good. I forget he looks that he good was a for part his of age. that, too. That was Chris Evans. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Talk about range. That guy goes from playing the nicest man to just an absolute asshole. Oh, yeah. For and he's sure. great at both. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He was he's great in Knives Out. Actor. Um, might I say that there were some parts of it that I was like, oh, fucking please. What? Oh, just like, um, remember that one scene where, um, Bucky snipes one of the German soldiers to protect Captain America? So romantic. Yeah, go on. And then Captain America full on looks at Bucky and goes like this and like, gives him a nice salute. literally just gave off his position. Oh, I didn't you even think of that. You literally just gave off his position, you fuckhead. <laughs> what are you doing? That's like, no, yeah, I thought... thanks, you right there. Thanks. Like, what are you doing? Well, wasn't the context of that, like, it being, like, a piece of, like, propaganda that they were showing in a theater? If no, I remember that correctly. No, like, that was just, like, a Oh, that was just flashback. in the montage? That was just a montage. Oh, I was gonna say, and maybe like, they just bro, shot it in post. What are you doing? Yeah. Come on. Don't, like, for fuck's sake. Like, At I was least salute a different tree. I was partly expecting him to be, like, Thanks, Bucky. And you hear like a bam, 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 and then Bucky's gone. Well, Bucky, <laughs> I, I sure am glad you're at. And then he just lists off his exact coordinates. Man, I'm happy that you're I'm at. So, I'm so glad that you're positioned 15 north. feet due east. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but a good movie. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, although I feel like they were all kind of naive because. For sure, like, I can see Captain America in his weak form being, like, an incel. Oh, yeah. Being, like, an incel, and then he becomes Captain America, and I can just fully, like, in a realistic setting, see him banging everything that moves. Yeah. He is kind of the incel fantasy, isn't he? He kind of is. Like, like now that I have what I want, like, I'm not all after it, but... I went from a soy jack to a chad. Like... Come on, that's not how it works. Like, you know Bucky was rolling in all that pussy. And... my I will say my favorite part of the movie is when... So, like, at the beginning of the movie, Bucky is like, Come on, Steve, I got these two dames for us. If you don't catch like, up, I'm just gonna bang both of them. He was just being a good friend. He, he was, was being a like, good hey, friend. Man. But what I'm saying is he's, like, such a... Just a pussy hound. And oh, yeah. he's like, come on, Steve, if you don't catch up, I'm just going to I'm just going to bang both of these girls I mean, and they're I mean, going to like it because I mean, I'm hot. And then later on, dare he like, I don't I don't blame him. No, for it's OK. That. He, he romanced going to be like a fucking a fucking like whatever. Like if he's going to be like, they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to join the military. 
Like, yeah. Like, if you're not going to be like, bro, listen, if you're not in this game with me, then why are you playing? Yeah. He cares about other stuff. He, he's he's not into dames. He's into fighting the Nazis. Fighting Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. This, this movie is a lot more enjoyable if you do like i said in our iron man 2 review if you view it through the lens of the u.s government is awesome and right and morally correct and does nothing wrong ever i have another because like imagine captain america finding out about internment camps oh yeah like the american internment camps and being like this is this is wrong like you know how there's like a japanese guy on on his team i think he was korean oh i don't know and he was I mean, okay, but either way, he was from San Francisco, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I love the scene where you see the, like, big Nazi plane, and it has both jets and propeller, like, propulsion. Why do you... Okay, can I point out the fact that those run in two different fuels, for one? (laughs) So you would have to be carrying, like enormous volumes of jet fuel this is a trillion dollar jet and it does not this is huge man it's stainless steel stainless german steel it's heavy as fuck right and like do they just have kamikazes in these like in these missiles right i guess right then why do they have ejection seats yeah why if they're going to be kamikazes why do they have a uh, why well why Why? are they piloted too why are they piloted? Well, I can see why they're piloted because they don't have computer technology, but like Well, they're also like dropping have... them over these cities. Yeah, but why would you have a like okay, I get like he gets in the thing, just lock that shit down. There's no way to like reopen it once you close it, right? That yeah. makes sense. If he's going to be a kamikaze, like I get that. That may. Why would you put a jet seat in there in case he has to get out? What situation would there be where he has to get out? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right about that. I hate. To I'm be starting that guy. to. I'm starting Alex, to think that this comic book Alex, movie might not me. be realistic or logically Alex, consistent. Alex, look at me. I don't mean to be that guy. I really don't. I just hate the fact that I know, like, I, I'm internally, I hate the fact that I know that propeller planes run on different fuels <laughs> than jet planes, and they would have to be carrying an obtuse amount of both to fly from Germany to New York, and that wouldn't make sense in a flying wing set. <laughs> like, you would have to have some fuel carriers to come and refuel it. Yeah. Because you, you're running with 1940s technology. You can't just do that. And so that's where I leave creative whatever to the fact they have one of the like infinity infinity stones yeah so so yeah they have the space stone which i i want to bring that up because so all of these hydro weapons are powered by the tesseract which is later revealed to be the space stone which basically allows you to like teleport to different places then why not just teleport well, they don't, they don't, the Red Skull doesn't actually know about the Infinity Stones. He doesn't know, like, what the Space Stone is. Also, the writers didn't know it was the Space Stone yet. That's um, fair. Okay. But okay. so all of these fair. weapons, it seems, just, like, vaporize the people that they hit, right? But then the Red yeah. Skull touches the Tesseract, and then he gets, like, seemingly evaporated. Then in Infinity yeah. War, we see him again. He got transported to Vormir, and he, like, guards the Soul Stone. So, like, it didn't destroy him. It just took him, like, 
halfway across the galaxy. Yeah. So Does I that like, mean everyone I, who was shot was just transported? Let me get to that. I like to believe that there's just some like farm on some planet on the other side of the galaxy and oh, they're just Nazis they're just, just farming. working the field, having a normal day. And then a World War II soldier gets teleported into the middle of their crops. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, oh my God, I'm alive. Where am I? Also, good thing this place has breathable air. And then a second later, like a Nazi <laughs> soldier shows up and is like, oh, and, and I'm going to shoot the, the allies. Where am I? He will be the master of this domain. <laughs> and then I like, just, no, but and I the think farmers are like, all right, let's get, let's get you guys off of our crops and let's, let's figure out what's going on. Another you guys are one. Just an inconvenience. And they just and just popping up, but I would. They I start think it would piling be funny. up. I think it would be funny if, like, the aliens breathe chlorine, <laughs> and so like they're growing their like chlorine. Crops they wish that, that they were evaporated. Grow. And so these Nazis come in, and they're like, <gasps> <laughs> "I wish I would have been evaporated." Or, or my second headcanon is they just got transported to a completely vacant planet with no civilization or anything, and they just started, yeah. like, a new human colony. They, like, s- somehow reconciled that they're, like, Nazi and ally soldiers. They're just like, hey, look, everything that happened in our lives is now completely irrelevant. We kind of yeah. got to kickstart humanity on this deserted planet. Yeah. And then by by current day, we're like a few generations removed. So there's well, just this pocket of humanity on the other side of the galaxy with no it's just like in Star Trek. memory of being. It's just like in Star Trek. Yeah. With no memory like of Trek. being on Earth. <laughs> um, that's actually a Star Trek episode. It's also a Steven Universe <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, my God. It's almost like sci-fi bor- borrows off of each other or come to the same conclusions. Um. Yeah, I don't uh, think we've had any original ideas yet. I just love how um, that the Nazis are Hydra, which are basically the Nazis. Um, they have the ability to make like like concentrated energy weapons, but still don't know how to properly like lock down a compound. Yeah. Like okay. Well, they couldn't have imagined that someday a single slightly stronger than average guy would come by with a piece okay. of metal. Here's the thing. This is what I'm going off of. His metabolism is four times the normal human person. Yeah, I think so that's the figure. Objectively, I think it would be that he would be like four times stronger than a normal person. Something right? like that. Than an yeah. average dude. The idea is he's the peak of. He's like the the physical, like like he he is like the potential uh, of he human is, strength. No, no, he's beyond the potential. He's just like enormously beyond average at least 50 percent beyond average i think they say like i think they say he is like the peak of what a human could be but yeah practically as we see in the movies he's stronger than any human could possibly be oh for sure but like i don't see why a bullet wouldn't be able to kill him because he's got the uh two square feet of metal on his arm i you have the, not rebuttaled the, me. And the bad guys Why, always aim at the two keep, square feet of metal. What would keep a a centimeter long lead projectile moving at four times the speed of sound from penetrating his skull? So he has a uh, frisbee uh, on his arm, and he holds. <laughs> it. 
and it, and the bad guys aim at the frisbee. Why? What? He's on a fucking motorcycle, man. It's not that. Like, you just have to have a general be like, "Hey, hey, shoot so, his tires." Listen, hey, word of advice. So you know the thing that he's traveling on? Yeah, shoot at that, not the fucking shield that's yeah. designed to be shot at. You fuckwit. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Howard Stark uh, because so he he makes Captain America shield. And speaking of that, um, I saw a TikTok. I wish I remembered who did it, but the what they were saying was basically Howard Stark is supposed to be the smartest man alive in the Marvel universe, like of his time. Uh, and okay. he comes across this magical. I think it was a, a skit. It was like the premise was like Shuri from Black Panther is like, she like meets Howard Stark and she's like, Oh yeah, I, I cured a man's spine with a little marble of vibranium. And we've based our whole society around this futuristic magic metal. Uh, and we can do impossible things with it. And then Howard Stark is like, I made a circle. I made a circle with it. I made a plate. It's a bouncy circle. It's a bouncy plate circle. You made a bouncy circle. I made a bouncy plate circle. <laughs> um, I like how he comes up with all these other like designs too that are probably like I mean they probably here's have one their that's niche bad. Situation. Here's one that doesn't work, and here's one that explodes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't even look like shields. No, one of them is like, like one of them is like four inches thick, and it has like a window on it, and it's like probably like a ton. And yeah, he's like, what about this one? Oh no, that's just made of the most expensive metal hey, ever discovered. What about this one that is actually a shield? What about this and one? And is also made of table, magic metal again. And is also under this table that is like probably placed there so that I would not notice it. Yeah. Just Also, can you can you paint it red, white and blue for me? Thanks. Yeah. I I do appreciate that they don't shy away from the colorful costume. I'm so glad oh, yeah. that the MCU is like post X-Men where the X-Men yeah. movies were like, what would you rather have us wear yellow spandex? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Where the, yes, this is a comic book movie. Do the thing, do the thing, Wear the colors, do the thing. Yeah. Oh dude. There were so many points in this movie where I was just like, I was just like, okay, I'll put, I'll suspend my disbelief for this. But like this train, when they're like zip lining onto the train, like you are going below terminal velocity. This train is clearly going faster than terminal velocity. You, there's no way you can match his velocity. Zip See, lining. Captain America is really strong. This has nothing to do with his strength. <laughs> he's this really is a physics problem. He's really strong, and he has a bouncy circle. He has a bouncy circle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like it just it just has nothing to do with his strength and has everything to do with like how fast this pulley can can resist friction and yeah. how fast he's descending. I'm gonna also, I'm a gonna quote where, like, a philosopher. Um, I, I some would say the cool kids philosopher who is, he once said, "You can get a higher level of enjoyment out of this without a critical eye." That's you true. know who said that, that is fully true. You know who said that? Don't break my heart here. Just, just... you last episode. <laughs> Done with this shit. <laughs> Took off I his dare headphones. You use my own logic against. He's... Fuck you, Alex. He was gonna walk away. Fuck now you. he's staying or Fuck sticking you, around. Man. Fuck you. 
sticking around. Oh, now he's walking away. He, <laughs> he threw something at his chair. Threw another. I think he's. Ta- I think he took off his shoes. Done with your shit, Alex. <laughs> he's fully throwing oh, his shoes loud. across Oops. the room. That one was loud. That one bounced. Okay. I was throwing my shoes for no good reason. And I threw my shoe at the ground and it ricocheted and smacked the wall really hard. And it made a big thump. Like I, I got a bouncy wall. shoe. I got, I made a bouncy shoe. I'm not, okay. Actually though, like <laughs> making Captain America a decent pair of shoes out of that vibranium would have been a better idea. Yeah. Like in Black Panther. What? How, so Black Panther gets a pair of uh, what Shuri calls sneakers, because he can sneak in them, and they're like infused with vibranium, and it like makes yeah. his footsteps silent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steal some yeah. more of this metal from Africa. No, let's make a shield, a bouncy plate out of it. I made a bouncy circle. I made a bouncy plate. I wrote a song about an octopus. I wrote a song about an octopus and a bouncy plate. I made a bouncy frisbee. I made a bouncy frisbee. I made a bouncy right? circle. Oh, dude, I just like the fact that um, because knowing like having watched the entire cinematic universe, I like the fact that like he missed the date, but probably made it. What do you mean? Like he, he's crashing the plane. And she's like, be there eight o'clock sharp. And he's like, OK. And then he crashes the plane. And then like that time probably came. And she's just like, I know he died. And then he comes back from like time travel. Oh, yeah. And it's like. I was like, bro, what I've a seen mind some fuck shit. that would be. Bro, I've seen some shit. <laughs> and he comes back, he's like, well, listen, listen, in the future, okay, we need to invest in Apple. I was now. just going to say, I was just going to say, invest in Apple. He, and he would just start like a whole insider training, a trading thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was just going to say, imagine that course of events from Peggy's perspective. Like, he dies. From for he all you fucking, know, he dies, dead. and then some amount of time later, you're just chilling at home, and he walks through the front door and is like, "Peggy, Peggy, hey, hi, I okay, I I'll okay, tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. But first, we have about f- fifty years to prepare for this. I'm probably gonna forget, but I need you to know. I write this down. Invest in Apple." Invest it in is Apple. very important that you write that down and do not lose it. When you hear of a company called Apple, put in our entire retirement fund into it. And then they put in like trust all the, me, all it's the worth money. it. Then they put in that money to like the company the Beatles made called Apple Corp. <laughs> yeah. Because they thought it was a funny sounding Steve, name. Steve, but it, I, I, a company called Apple came up on the stock market and I put all of her money into it. That doesn't make any sense because Pe- Apple Peggy, started in nineteen in Peggy, the 70s. So I don't Peggy, understand. This is 1968. What did you put our money into? <laughs> what did you put my military pension into? Peggy. No, I just Peggy. think it's funny where... But, like, also the fact that he knows, like, in the past that Hydra is still a thing. So, like, also they're integrated into the Avengers for a short time. And yeah. So, so, like, he's there and he's just like, he's well, like, he has to, okay, like, then. not fuck up the timeline. He's like, listen, I, he gets back. He's like, 
I just imagined him like holding the bridge of his nose, just annoyed because he knows what he can't tell her, but he also knows what he can tell her. But he also knows how like what he does tell her will affect the future. Also, like, well, like imagine being Captain America and you're just like going through your day and then you're like, oh, fuck, Vietnam is going to happen. Ah, fucking hell. That one Beatles song about an octopus is going to come out. I can't Fuck tell me. Peggy about the future because it'll fuck everything Shit. up. And then she comes home one day and she's like, I hear Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. We really should do something about that. No, Peggy. No, Peggy. It was Peggy. Oh, I can't Peggy. tell you why, uh, but please oh, don't. God. I hear, I hear, <laughs> I hear Val Cyclovir, or what was it? Um, um, hydroxychloroquine can cure coronavirus. Ah, <laughs> oh, Peggy. Steve, oh. have you heard of this thing called Beanie Babies? Apparently, they're going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah, for a short time. Get in, get out. But <laughs> fuck. Like, no. So they're calling it the blockchain. They're calling it the blockchain? Um, Peggy. Listen, oh. they call it multi, they call it multi-level marketing. Yeah, so I have people working Peggy. for me, and I just have to sell them the thing, and then they sell it to more people. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy I, I Peggy. can't tell you why. I can't. Just don't. Just, uh, just don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome new religion called Scientology. It was made Peggy. by L. Ron Hubbard. I, Peggy. Peggy. Peggy, for fuck's sake. God damn. Why do you I, why are you always I should not have come back to you. Why oh, are you hey, always Alex, on the Alex, wrong side of history? Alex, Alex, hey Alex, 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 Alex. Fondue. <laughs> yeah. Fondue. 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 <laughs> Something's never changed. Fondue. Fondue. <laughs> Fondue! <laughs> Imagine if he didn't know better. And he's just like on a plane and he's just like, so you and Howard Stark are uh, fondueing? And she's like, yeah, we're going to get fondue later. And he's just like, fondue! <laughs> fondue! And she's just like, how are you going to reach there with your mouth, though? <laughs> Especially when Howard Stark is like, bro, fondue is melted cheese and bread. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, I, I felt like, you know, like subtle characterization. I felt a lot of subtle characterization there where oh, sure. Steve is like, he, he's like freaking out. Like Peggy and, and Howard are like, they're fondueing. Oh my God. I'm in such distress. And then Howard is just such a bro. He's just like, oh, uh, relax. It's just cheese and bread, my friend. Bro, I'm a billionaire with all the babes I could want. I don't want her. You can have this one. I don't care, dude. I don't, you know, listen, listen, the British accent just turns me off anyway. Yeah, I'm extremely bigoted towards the British. Listen, she is a commander, but a female, and I'm... She's a little outspoken for my taste. A little outspoken. She doesn't take a a slap very well. She fights back. (laughs) She doesn't give Um, me a happy ending. She doesn't give me fondue! (laughs) 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 that's great i'm glad that we have a vintage happy ending fondue (laughs) fondue that's great actually i want to talk a little bit about howard stark again because yeah marvel prequels tend to have this issue where like 
they set up like stuff that happened in the past, right? Like Eternals, you find out way post the start of the MCU that the Eternals have always been around. And then you have to like invent a reason why they didn't do shit for the past like 6,000 years. <laughs> they were taking a nap. Yeah. And like Captain Marvel comes out in 2019, but it takes place in the 90s. So you have to like manufacture a reason why she didn't do shit for 30 years. Yeah. Um, this kind of has a similar issue where like Howard Stark invents flying cars. Like, yeah. I know it's played for laughs and it's like, oh, well, I said it would come after some years, didn't I? But like, bro, you you made a car fly. That, that's that worked. Car. That worked that for like three seconds. Levels of precision here. If it like, just didn't explode. Yeah. But then there's your son who is like, hey, I've made a source of infinite energy. Why don't I just like, you know, that flying car my dad made? Why don't I put one of those generators in the flying car thing? Yeah. Well, there's the same shit that powers the flying car the repulsor technology that's what makes iron man fly and that's that that's like sort of the fun connection where it's like oh this thing became this thing but like so why don't we have flying cars like this happens in like 1942 or whatever and he has a functional flying car it doesn't work for very long but it functions yeah the only reason i can think of is like the rest of the auto industry just like shut it down for whatever reason, like the tire, yeah. like big tire shut it down probably. Yeah. Um, but like if, if he had this in like 1942, we should have fully functioning elect- or, uh, f- flying cars by like the seventies. Yeah. And that's like, like a conservative that, estimate. Like, also, we should have been landed on like Mars by then. Yeah. Like that's infinite energy. Yeah. Like the arc reactor. Like it, it, it wasn't cost effective, but all you had to do was miniaturize it apparently, and it wasn't even hard to do. Tony Stark built it in a cave with a with box a of scraps. Box of scraps. The box of scraps. Yeah, Tony Stark was um, able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps. And you know, Howard Stark was able to build it in his mansion with five babes on his dick. Yeah, and a communist that tried to do capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Then he deported I do them like because the, he that tried to make money. Guy who like when he when they're fl- okay. Also, okay, another ooh, another oof thing. I'm like, you know, when they jump into that like jet powered car to catch up to the plane. Yeah. And they speed up to like like 150 miles per hour. Yeah. Meanwhile, they only have about like two football fields before they're going off a cliff. Yeah. Fuck that scene. First off, because. Like, you have a good 30 seconds before you're dead. Like, that's the leeway that you have to slow down. Maybe if you're lucky and you might get brain damage. I don't know if there's a set of brake pads that exist that could help with that. Like, it's not even about the brake pads. Like, you don't have enough friction yeah. to stop you. You need, like, a parachute. You are, you are at horizontal, like, critical velocity here. Yeah. Like, you're going as fast as some propeller planes, my guy. That's like 300 miles per hour. Yeah. And not only that, but you have Captain America just standing up in this shit. Like, no air resist, like a nice breeze Gavin, going through his he's hair. really strong, and he has a bouncy circle. And then his girl comes up and is just like, before I jump on this plane, which is very time critical, let me make out with you first. Hey, I appreciate a person with priorities. Yeah, that's fine. Like, hey, 
like you can you I think you could probably carry me onto the plane. Let's make out there. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck I'm it. probably gonna die on this car, so I'm, might as I'm well go on the plane. Die either way. This Fuck Tommy Lee fucks. Jones. Dude, this this general has stage four lung cancer. Like Yeah, he's eighty years old. He's gonna die before this car stops, but not because of the car stopping. Just just from the excitement. Natural. Just from natural Yeah, causes. just natural he, causes. He has so much like fat clogging up his arteries. He's asleep right so now. He dozed he's off. Actually sleeping right now. <laughs> he's nodding off. Let's make out real quick. You get on the plane, I'll wake him up. We'll be good. Yeah. Um like I, on top of that, like he gets on board. And then they're, like, able to stop? No, you don't have the surface area or the friction to make that fucking work. Yeah. It's like skiing down a hill, very steep hill, and then trying to stop at the bottom. You know, like, let me put this in perspective. You have a higher probability of the rubber on the tires melting and causing you to skid on melted rubber in a frozen tundra off the side of a cliff at those speeds. Yeah. Like, you're, you have a higher probability of hydroplaning on melted rubber and dying than being able to stop. Yeah. See, the thing is, Captain America, Captain America is really strong. Really strong. And he has a bouncy circle. And he has a bouncy circle. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this movie has a, 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 something in common with X-Men Origins Wolverine. In that there's an all right movie surrounding a montage that I want to be its own movie. And what is that? Well, you know how like uh, there's like that montage of Captain America just doing war stuff with the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Yeah. I just want that to be a a whole movie on its own. Just Captain America doing war stuff. Yeah. Just going on missions. Yeah. Yeah. It goes hard. Yeah. Looks awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I don't. Wait, I don't even Captain care if America- he's. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Does are you talking Captain America or Iron Man? Captain America. Captain. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. I think that'd be an interesting like series. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That scene goes so hard and it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I just want like. Thing is, I just want like a a classic like set of like serials. You know how they used oh, to yeah. do movie serials, and it's just like even they show in the movie he makes like wartime like propaganda serials in universe mm-hmm. i just want like a set of those as a disney plus series fuck but, everything that that they're doing with the disney plus shows now where it's like four episodes of build up and then a sort of good episode where the bad guy does some whatever and then a disappointing finale fuck all of that just give us a set of wartime serials just captain america going on missions and punching nazis i don't even care if there's yeah. an overarching plot i don't care if he's trying yeah. to find a macguffin and do a thing i just want to see him like blow up tanks okay that's fair yeah yeah that's what i want yeah um and yeah. when I am um, president. <laughs> I wonder if like the president of the United States called up Marvel Studios and was like, hey, listen, I really want like a Captain America thing where it's just the serials. Could you guys just do that? I mean, what are you going to say no to that? I feel like if the president called me and told me to make anything like that, I'd be like, OK. Yeah. OK, sure. I mean, if you say so. I mean, I'm I'm going to go to my manager and be like, hey, this is. The president of the United States telling me to do this. Yeah. 
This guy was elected by the people. The people are who we try to market to. So with that said, why are we not doing this? I just want the president to call up Kevin Feige and be like, hey, I wrote some fan fiction. I, I wonder if you take a look at it, maybe make it into a show. You don't even have to pay royalties for it. I'll give it to you for free. You keep the rights and everything. Yeah. I just want the smuttiest shit to air on Disney+. Plus. You know, just make a porn. Like, I want I make a porn. Pretty much, listen, Jack, what I want is just porn, cosplay porn. I just want cosplay. Like, get Chris Evans. I don't care. Pay him whatever. I will give you whatever tax credits you want. You know how you put Chris, just, Chris Evans' head on a skinny guy? Just do that, but with like a porn actor. He doesn't even yeah. have to be in it. Just, yeah. Just yeah. deep fake it. Just Who cares? Do it. Just do it. Just do it. I don't. I just want to see Captain America have sex with Scarlet Witch. That's all that I want. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> Did you hear That's Tom what the Holland? American She's people elected hot. me for. What's that? Remember when Tom Holland was like Scarlet Witch, the lady who plays Scarlet Witch? Fucking hell. He said that? Remember him? He, he was like, oh shit, she's hot. I mean, she is. He's right. And I. Yeah, he's not wrong. He, he, said, he said that? She's very, she's a very attractive woman. And he was like, she's really hot. Like. My coworker, uh, for, for all intents and purposes, incredibly hot. Very fuckable. What was it? I heard um, it was her, the guy, uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was talking about the lady who plays Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, he was like, I was, he said his words. He said he was tempted to write a letter to her being like, I wish I had a couple more years on me so that maybe we would have a chance. Oh, my God. He's I am doing like, reverse grooming. I'm like in love with you and you're so attractive <laughs> and I, you're so funny. Hey, you I know love what? You. You know what? Shoot your shot. That's awesome. Fucking shoot your shot, man. That's great. Like, That's great. Just groom yourself. That's awesome. What if she's going to be like, she's going to be like, okay, sure. We can fuck once. Like, <laughs> then you've won, sir. Then you've won. I mean, if you actually want to go through with it, definitely don't write the letter because that will be very incriminating for her. But like, if you just True. let things play out however they will, you know? Yeah. So anyway. Um, Captain America movie, is really strong, and he has a bouncy circle. He does. When you really but, think about it. But in comparison with Ape at Christmas. Can I say one thing that bothered me? I feel like we're just doing a lot of back and forth talking about just stupid nitpicks that bothered us. Yeah. But I just want to say, why, if your goal is to inject one of these people with super soldier serum steroids basically shit that will make them strong no matter what why are the tests physical why That's a good point. why isn't it like a math exam or but like also, an ethics like examination in the 40s i don't think they have so many like great psychological exams yeah like i think the psychological exams are like how badly do you want to fuck your mother Oh yeah, yeah, it's all Freudian shit. Yeah, yeah it's like Steve is pretty much chosen on vibes. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. Um how often have you taken the world's antipsychotic cocaine? <laughs> yeah, if anything doesn't make you psychotic, it's cocaine. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Ask John Belushi. Yeah. I just Yeah, why why also what was the point of the grenade test? 
when Tommy Lee Jones like throws the dummy grenade at oh, them. Oh, he's just being a dick. Yeah, just being. I'm sorry, a, that's a dick move. It, it just seems like he's like, just being a dick. But then Steve just, is like, "Oh, I got this," and he throws himself on it, and like it ultimately ends up being a test to show like he's a really good person. Also, but, like, I feel like that's what a was, great. What, way what, to... what, what did Tommy Lee Jones's character see happening? Like, hey, I'm gonna throw a grenade at them, and then they're all gonna duck, and then um, I'm gonna put the grenade away. And be like, never I feel mind, like guys. He was briefed as like, this is what we're looking for, and he was just like, well, physically, this bully has everything that we need. Let's just do it with him. Yeah, this guy's an and asshole. Then, Let's make him more strong, right? And I don't know. I you just literally made a dozen guys feel like they're gonna die. Yeah. I mean, that's war. Don't get me wrong. That's war. I'm not gonna bash on that. But you just like needlessly made them feel like they're gonna die. Yeah, I'm starting to think the army might not be perfect. Like, that's a little sociopathic, don't you think? Yeah. Like, and and also, I feel like Steve Rogers getting on top of that grenade is, like, borderline him being suicidal. Yeah, he does seem pretty eager to die. He's just like, fuck it, I have nothing else to die for. Yeah. I'd, I'd take the grenade and I'd throw it away and I'd be like, I saved you, everyone. And if I was on that plane, <laughs> things would have gone a lot differently. A lot differently, yeah. I would have said, just it's like, okay, everyone, and I'd fly us home. He seems just a little bit too eager to just be, like, blown to smithereens. Yeah. He just seems a little too, like... Seems a little that eager to martyr himself. When he's on top of it and he's, like, not sure if there are people around him and he's, like, for a hot second, he's just like, go away! Yeah. Remember that? Remember that bit? Yeah. I'm like, that was kind of unnecessary. Because at that point, if like, like you. Uh, well, you don't want to be point, covered with Steve. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be covered with Steve. But like, also at that point, if anyone's around you while you're on top of a grenade, that's their fault. You're right. This guy that threw himself on a live, on what he thought was a live grenade with a split seconds notice wasn't thinking entirely logically. You're so no. right. No. <laughs> And You're for that reason, he was it. bestowed with four times the metabolism and a bouncy circle. <laughs> and then he can't, he can't get drunk. Yeah. And presumed erectile dysfunction. But can he get high? Maybe. I, don't I like know. to think he can. I like to think smoking wouldn't do anything for him. Yeah, because he's, he's high on life. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's high on life and Jesus. He's literally high on life. He and was Jesus. injected with a lot of drugs. But I, he is like, the most alive here. a human has ever been. Let's agree here that we can both presume that he has erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah. We already established his dick doesn't work. And Tony Stark yeah. knows this. He was in the works with Howard Stark to fix that issue. And then he got frozen. He was like, hey, then, hey, look, Howard, Howard, Howard I Houston. have this problem where I shout fondue. And then, like, fondue! And then I, I get the fondue, but like it doesn't. Nothing happens. But so it's like they're grinding against a gummy oh, worm. So, so, we don't, so we don't have the technology right now to, to take care of that. Okay, that's going to inform some of my actions later on. So then he's on the plane. He's like, I got to mm-hmm. put her in the water. Hopefully I can freeze myself for like 65 years. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's like, so is Howard Stark around? Uh, oh, he's hey, so. my, my condolences. He did. So he had a son. a son. He had a okay. So he did have a son. Still smart, right? 
Okay, good. Yeah. Does, yeah. Where, what, where, do, where does he? Can I con? Can I get in contact with him? Yeah, totally. Still so I can talk to. Really isn't. Totally, so I can really relate to him and talk it. about his dad and stuff, and be like, my condolences, and you know, get to know. Totally for that. And then he gets. Yeah, he for that like, reason. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. I listen. talked to your dad about this, and see, my my dick doesn't work. Uh, I'm just gonna bluntly say it. So. Basically, when I tell someone fondue, it like, nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. And then Tony's like, hey, "Hey, we don't say that anymore, okay? We're, the times have changed. Now we say happy ending. Happy ending. So, yeah. So, thank you, Tony, for updating me on the on the current terminology. Thank you. So, can you? Is there anything we can do about that? Oh, there is, but it but it's going to be extremely painful, and you're going to hold it over my head. Uh, if we ever get into an argument and I say, put the suit on or take the suit off, what are you or whatever? Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to totally like, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to say, remember the thing. Yeah. And then you're just going to have to step down from that. Like, listen. So anyway, I'm going to say best right movie now. ever. Best movie ever. Probably beyond, um, 8-Bit Christmas, but definitely far, far below um, it's, Emoji Movie. It's at least far beyond many movies that are below 8-Bit Christmas in terms of quality. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Would I, would I say it's the Emoji Movie? I, I don't know if I would, to be, um, to be quite frank. He does have a bouncy circle. It's Emoji Movie. And he's, he does. He, he is he very does. strong. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he definitely is in a movie, and this is definitely cinema, but I would say Emoji Movie is more movie cinema than this. What I, yeah. I mean, what I say, it's one of the the movies ever made. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely one of them, for sure. I'm glad we could agree on that. I'm glad we could find Amen. common ground and come together and and yeah. just coexist. Just coexist like Americans. Yeah. Yeah. The most melodramatic. Anyway, next movie. What are what are we gonna watch next week? I'm gonna let you pick this one because I kinda I kinda picked this one also. Um fuck. I want some uh let's do vampire suck. I was thinking we could save that for like just before the finale of the Twilight Saga as a nice palate cleanser. You're going to make me just like drink five gallons of shit (laughs) before having the one gallon of shit that understands that it's a gallon of shit. Look, we've seen two of the movies so far. I'm thinking after we finish the trilogy, then pre-finale, we can watch Vampire Suck and then we'll watch watch the two finale movies. movie. Let's watch um, Daybreakers. Daybreakers? I think it's on Hulu. I think. Daybreakers, 2009, horror, mm-hmm. sci-fi. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's on Hulu with a premium subscription. Or you can rent it from a number of places. It has a very mediocre rating, a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 57% <laughs> on Metacritic, but 80% of users on Google liked the movie. Well, it's an interesting concept. The ending is just disappointing. Oh, it's got some people in it. It has uh, Ethan Hawke. It's got Willem yeah. Dafoe. It's got Sam Neill. What's what? Who is he? What's he in? Oh, he's the uh, guy from Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. I knew um, that. 
it's just a little like the ending is just a little disappointing. I think what got them this all star cast was the fact that it was like an interesting, very interesting concept. Um, I think they just ran out of money and they had to come up with an ending. But how does it compare to Morbius? Probably better. On a like, scale of one to ten, how much Morbing is there in this movie? Definitely like a seven. Okay. It's definitely more intellectually like interesting. Okay. All right. So next week, Daybreakers. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to go to the bathroom, then we'll get to recommendations of the week. BRB. Fondue. 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 Talk about parallel thought. Right. Oh, I hear I see here for one recommendation is um your mother. No, I didn't write that. Oh. Uh, I'm writing down the movie you said, so I don't Amen. It's actually like I think it's intellectually stimulating, but um, like Morbius. The ending. No, no, not like Morbius. Well, um, you wouldn't know because you haven't seen it because you were busy that weekend. I was. If Disney would just re-release it in Sony. theaters, I would be happy to go see it. If Sony would, <laughs> Sony would or Disney, that in theaters. either one or Disney, both. I don't care. All right. Uh, so my first recommendation is the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, when this episode goes up, it'll be the first. Uh, hopefully, if I can keep to the schedule. Uh, I think the sale is going until the 7th. Yeah, it's going until July 7th. So you'll have about a week to, to look at it before uh, it's gone after this episode goes up. Um, there's right. a lot of really good deals. Uh, budget Cuts is on sale. I talked about Budget Cuts last week. Uh, amazing game. Uh, it's uh, definitely worth the money, especially if it goes on sale. Uh, it, there's just a lot of good stuff. I bought Rick and Morty VR, which is... Like for like being like a, like a tie-in game for like a TV show, it's a pretty good experience. It's a pretty good VR game. It actually has a surprising amount of replayability. There's like a like an arcade like shooting gallery basically uh, in it. Uh, there's a like a a version of the game Troy uh, from the show, which is like a like an arcade game in the show where. Basically, you live out an entire life, but it's like the at-home version, so it's like all like cardboard cutouts and stuff, and it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bootleg version. It's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's a fun game, and I think it's on sale for like I want to say like six dollars. Hold on, let me. Hey. Yeah, it's on sale for five ninety nine right now. So for what it is, I think that's a decent price. I think you're gonna get more than six dollars of enjoyment out of it. If you have VR, that is. If you have VR, which is luckily less expensive now. All that you need is a Quest, and then you can play Quest games. And then, you know, this is a PC VR game, so you'd have to have a computer to run it. But at least the headset itself isn't that expensive anymore. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is it's a Facebook headset, which fuck still sucks. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, the yeah, day uh, a viable competitor releases in the United States... I will start talking about that instead because mm -hmm. it, it should not be Facebook doing it. No. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Um, my second recommendation is just like watch fun movies, uh, which yeah. is really vague. But yesterday, uh, 
I watched the entirety of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because I yeah. just wanted to watch the opening musical number, and then I just kind of stayed for the rest. And I was yeah. The, yeah. like the the song was over, and I was like, "That was fun." Oh, here comes Indiana Jones. He's dressed yeah. in a tuxedo. Oh, who is he okay. talking to? Oh, he's after some kind of diamond. Oh, they mm -hmm. just poisoned him. I wonder what's going to happen huh. next. And then I just watched the whole movie and it was really fun and it was a good experience. And I wish that they would make movies like that again. Mm -hmm. Just fun, just adventure movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm doing homework watching a movie. I don't want to worry about what it like ties into and connects with. Yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones, even for the time, was like capturing a vintage feel of like oh, the sure. B movie serial where like you can just like it, it's shown and, and said like Indiana Jones. This is like one of his adventures. He's just done yeah. so much shit that we yeah. don't see and we don't even need to have seen it. Mm -hmm. and it's he's just seen some fun. shit yeah and you don't have to worry about lore because it's not like it's not like you don't have to worry about like what's canon or not because it just all is every yeah. every religion is correct and the true mm -hmm. one yeah and every form of magic is real it's real it's real it until works. proven otherwise yeah and the mummy was, he was like oh they were all just on cocaine <laughs> and the mummy was a very similar thing and i just wish that there were more movies like that if yeah if um uh who made who who made the mummy was it i want to say it wasn't paramount was it whatever whatever studio was trying to make the dark universe happen if they just didn't worry about trying to make the mcu and just made fun movies that happen to like share some connections they would be so yeah. much more successful if they just made yeah. movies like indiana jones like the mummy with brendan fraser mm -hmm. and just if they just happened to connect then that's like that's the goal don't try to yeah. start with the shared yeah. universe and work backwards from there so yeah, my recommendation is just watch movies that are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I probably yeah. wouldn't have sat down to watch an entire movie, but I was just like, I just want to watch this fun musical number. And then I was like, this is a fun movie. And I like this you know, and it feels like an adventure. Here's my recommendation. Um, the movie, The Producers, because they have a really good song called Springtime for Hitler. And... It yeah. sounds like it sounds like it would be like a um like pro Nazi thing, but it's all satire. Oh yeah, I, I love, love the it. I I haven't seen the producers, oh, but so I love good. the premise. It's so good. Basically, it's, it's these. Like, what is it? These guys get a bunch of money and they have to use it for something. So for they like a play like, or something. Write a play, and but they just want it to be something that like would get no attendance and no sales or anything because they just yeah. want to spend the money. So they write a satirical yeah. play about Hitler. Yeah. And then it becomes a massive hit. I just love it because it's just like um, the, the, the punchline is that Hitler is gay and like nothing against gay people, um, but just like that satirical bit because the Nazis are so blatantly homophobic yeah um uh just having him be like hail myself <laughs> hail to me i'm the crowd who's out to change our history i just it's so good um and it also like it it when you look at the state of america right now with like neo-nazis stuff and whatnot 
like you remember that like that's the side that lost 70 years ago yeah like they're losers buddy they're losers they are losers they're the ones who lost um so say what you will about the nazis they lost hard they lost hard and then they a funny play came out about a gay hitler and i think it's the best thing ever yeah <laughs> like i think it's the best thing ever like it's so funny so that's my recommendation yeah just yeah watch watch good movies and that's bold of us to say yeah uh my third recommendation is uh this youtube series that i've been watching a little bit of uh the channel is innuendo studios um i don't think they've <laughs> in your they, endo <laughs> they haven't uploaded in 10 months but uh they made this series like a few years ago called the alt-right playbook and it basically is a bunch of short videos going over different tactics that conservatives use and like the like alt right people use and fascists use uh just like in terms of like rhetoric and controlling narratives and stuff um they there's a, an introduction video there's one called control the conversation never play defense uh the ship of theseus uh which uh it's it's basically about like making a claim like saying like some liberal did whatever ate a baby or something and then it's like okay well it wasn't they didn't eat a baby okay they 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 killed a baby okay they they didn't kill a baby they they shook a baby okay they they didn't shake a baby they they held a baby and it wasn't a liberal it was it was a moderate okay it wasn't a moderate it was just a a political person. Well, it's not. But even a liberal like ate a, a baby. Liberal killed a. It's not like a liberal ate it. It's like a person did a shitty thing, regardless of their political thing. That thing is shitty. Yeah, but well, like what I'm saying is the point of the video is talking about how they like make an a like a claim like that, and then it's it's based on like levels of separation from the truth, but people will yeah. just believe the lie. Yeah. And it, it basically the series goes over different tactics that fascists use um, in in rhetoric, and it's it's a good series. It's uh, it's it's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's all that I have for recommendations. Besides uh, my YouTube, obviously subscribe and like and subscribe and leave a comment. Only nice nice comments only. Um, mm -hmm. And the Patreon, of course. We got to plug the Patreon dollar a month, get early episodes, and any extra stuff that we do. So far, we haven't done extra stuff, but, you know, give it time. Okay, be patient. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, then Thank you. like it. We can't stop you. Or not. I don't care. Fuck comment it. if you I, you can't comment. If you feel like you have something to say, do something. You, I don't know. If you want to say something to us, uh, figure it out. Say it, pussy. Yeah, say it. Uh, just write it on a piece of paper and then light a campfire put the paper into the fire the ashes will come to us and then we'll interpret mm -hmm. your message and our dreams and we'll get yeah. back to you within three to five business weeks and i recently had a dream that uh someone thinks that we're the best show in the world yeah so that um, is also a valid way to send us messages in any fan yeah. mail uh send it to us in our dreams if you meditate mm -hmm. for 15 minutes before bed 
and then yeah. keep us in your Hell, thoughts. If you just think about us, the moment of ejaculation, that'll do you it. You can dreamwalk into our dreams and yeah. send us fan mail that way if you want to. Yeah. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb type site for podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you can leave a review, leave it there. Even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review there. It helps with the algorithm, I want to say, but who knows? And just suck it. It's computers. I don't fucking yeah. know. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. And of, I almost forgot to mention Morb, of course. Above all else, Morb. Oh. Don't forget to morb as hard as you can. I'm I'm just about ready to morb. I wonder if I started recording. Hang on. Wait. Yeah, I started recording. We're good. Okay, good. I almost panicked there for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the top. <laughs>